as architectural photographers we have an important role to play in this as well because photography remains the prime medium by which architecture gets communicated to a non-design audience welcome to the akyan podcast this is episode number 10 architectural photography in india with kunal bhatia Today we have with us architect Kunal Bhatia who is an interiors and architectural photographer based out of Mumbai. Following his studies in architecture in 2010, he worked as an architect for various firms before starting his own firm called Studio Kunal Bhatia. He has since shot over 200 plus built projects for leading architects, interior designers, retailers and developers from across India. These include residences, workspaces, stores, hotels, hospitality spaces institutional buildings and art galleries his work has been published in numerous design magazines such as architectural digest india indian architect and builder better interiors domus india mondo arc home review la decor india and design websites such as arc daily dayzine and design boom apart from being a photographer he is also an avid traveler and writer and has worked on photographic documentation of various housing forms and heritage structures on today's episode Kunal talks about how he got into architectural photography, the perks of being an architectural photographer, why architectural photography is a great career to be considered and much more. You will get all the show notes and links that Kunal spoke about on arkyan.com/10. Now without further ado, we have with us photographer and architect Kunal Bhatia. Hi Kunal, welcome to the show. Hi Manish, thanks for having me here. Uh, it's a pleasure. So before we get into the various topics in this episode It would be great to hear how you got into architecture and uh, what's the background story like. So um, I actually always wanted to be an architect since my childhood years. I was always fascinated by buildings, by monuments and history. So I had kind of determined while I was in school itself that I would study architecture after I finished my 12th standard board exams. Uh, and at that point, my parents were quite insistent that I do engineering, but uh, physics and math is really not my thing. So I refused to sit for the engineering entrance exams, and they were not very happy with the whole idea. But they eventually let me do what I wanted to do. Uh, so yeah, so I started studying architecture in Kamla Raheja at in 2004. Was it during architecture course that you stumbled upon architectural photography? Uh, how did you make the transition into architectural photography? So that's right. So you know, uh, in architecture school, we used to have these annual study trips to different parts of the country. That used to be part of the course. So I remember it was in my second year study trip that I uh, kind of started my photographic journey. Having said that, I, in childhood, I used to obviously photograph with the film cameras on family vacations and all, but it was nothing serious. So on a particular second year study trip, I remember we had gone to Bikaner to do measured drawings of the Havelis over there. and i didn't even own a camera at that point uh, but i used to photograph with one of my closest friends from school kiran okay her little point and shoot camera and i used to just be busy and engrossed with it <laughs> okay nice uh, in the second year itself uh, kamla rehja had a bunch of electives that we could choose from and the college had a film processing lab back then so i picked up the film photography elective and that kind of got me more interested and engrossed in it and since then throughout college photography has remained a passion and i used to keep engaging with it wherever i could 
uh somewhere in my third year of architecture school i also started. you got your dslr is it no not yet <laughs> okay it was i had a little point and shoot camera back then i had no idea what a dslr was but uh, i started taking up freelance writing assignments for mumbai mirror online that's one of the popular newspapers here in bombay oh nice and i used to write a lot about interesting spots in the city and cultural festivals and travel and i used to love supplementing my writing work with photographs so pretty much every weekend i would out in some part of the city photographing something or the other okay and by the time i was in my final year i had some inclination that you know maybe hardcore architecture or pure design is not really for me and at that point our college had an exchange program with a university in switzerland so i had applied for that exchange program and i had gotten a chance i had gotten selected and gotten a chance to go to switzerland and that was quite helpful in even further broadening my mind about the possibilities that are out there this was for a couple of months is it so it was actually a, a, a i think it was a two month program here in india where the swiss students came to india we did a program in bombay in bangalore and in ahmedabad mm. and then a bunch of us from tamil nadu went to the university in bern uh, we did a one month program in the university over there and that was followed by a six month internship in a swiss office right so the great bit about that was that because it was i mean they were paying us relatively well we could take care of our accommodation and stay and we also got a chance to travel around europe a fair bit and could explore a lot many different countries culture history and see a lot of architecture in that part of the world right so by the time i came back i pretty much knew that i wanted to consider photography as a serious option uh, i was so involved in it that i had my thesis left before i had gone for the exchange program and i came back and i kind of changed my thesis project completely it was on housing earlier and when i came back from the exchange i changed it to photography school absolutely out of a center nice. for photography okay. culture for mumbai so i was looking at uh, the idea about what visuals stand for what images do to us and things like that and i even noticed at that point i enjoyed the research bit about photography and visuals a lot more than the actual design element of the thesis project right right so i, I know this is a long winding story but uh, so uh, no go immediately ahead, go ahead. thesis um, my plan was to you know take a little break for a few weeks and then kind of figure out what i want to do later but it so happened that i got a call from one of the uh, faculty members who also had his own practice they wanted help for somebody to document one site it was just a day or two days affair right so i said sure i'll do it for them and from that one or two day assignment i ended up working with them for an entire year this was uh, photographics is it No, no. This was a design firm. It was called Tunal Shah Designs and Trupa Patel Associates. Uh, so it was pure architecture, interior design work, largely interiors here in Bombay. Right. And while working for them, I was teaching myself a lot about photography through tutorials and online videos. Mm-hmm. And by early 2012, I had started shooting projects professionally while still working in this firm. So I used to do photography assignments over the weekends. And, right. Uh, so you were still doing this with a point and shoot camera? No, I had invested in an SLR by then because you needed that basic of equipment uh, to do professional shoots. I had actually gotten the SLR before going to Switzerland when I had no idea what an SLR does. And from the exchange program onwards to a year or two after that, I kind of taught myself how to use and operate it. And I remember I my first project that I ever photographed was a residence, and then there was an office, and the third project that was also a residence got published in a magazine quite soon. Oh wow! So that okay. was a good confidence booster for me that may, I am somewhere on the right track. So this was still in your nascent stage, right? You didn't have a page or anything. You were just doing this for the firm, right? 
Absolutely. So I was working with the firm, and while I was photographing their projects, I was also photographing projects for other firms. This was just my first two, three projects that I had taken up commercially to shoot. So you're kind of networking with other firms and slowly starting to build your uh, portfolio, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, while I had the confidence that what I am doing in terms of the photography is proper, and even though I had a lot to learn, it seemed to be on the right track. I was not very sure what it is like to be a photographer 24/7. Uh, like, would I enjoy being an architectural photographer day in and day out, or would I prefer to be an architect day in and day out who does photography on the side? So, to answer that question, I decided I should work uh, in a photography studio for some time, and that's when I applied to Photographics and met Sebastian, uh, who's the principal over there, and I worked with him for six months. And that was quite a fabulous experience. We shot a whole bunch of projects all over the place, and he's a great person to interact with. And there were a lot of learnings I had during that time that I was working with him. Right. Uh, by the end of the six months, I was still in two minds. Actually, I couldn't decide between architecture and photography. What should be my what should be the prime thing that I mm-hmm. focus on? And it so happened that the firm, the design firm that I was working for earlier. they called me back saying that you know there's an interesting project that we want you to take charge of it and why don't you come back and join us okay so believe it or not i went back to them <laughs> uh, so this time it was on a, a project basis and a part time arrangement of sorts so i had this arrangement where i would work with them for 3 and a half days a week and for the rest of the week i would do photography awesome before we move ahead you know people when they get into photography it's different niches within photography right but uh, how did you get into architectural photography generally you could uh, even look into fashion photography or landscape or uh, some other type of photography so how was it that you were inclined obviously you studied architecture but uh, was there any particular reason that you chose uh, architectural photography I think it was just the passion for the built form that led me to study architecture and that eventually led me to do architectural photography. Uh, so till today, for example, I do not take up any other assignments except for architecture, interiors, and travel. I have tried my hand at say doing one wedding for a close friend, but I didn't quite enjoy the process. So it's just something that comes to me more intuitively working with spaces. Right. Awesome. All right. So let's talk more about architectural photography. So how were the initial years uh, working as an architectural photographer? I mean, uh, you landed gigs through your firm, but apart from that, how was the initial years? Um so you know, like in any other profession in architectural photography too, there would obviously be a fair amount of struggle when one is just starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh you're trying to develop a portfolio of projects for which you need to get assignments and to get the assignments you need to show a portfolio of work such a little uh, loop over there. Uh, but coming from an architecture background definitely helped me so i was in touch with uh, uh, juniors and seniors from my college from people who had taught me in the past from offices that i had interned with and through word of mouth and through people who had started seeing my work here and there projects started coming in slowly it was a very slow process in the beginning right um this was about say 2000 mid 2014 or something and at that time while facebook and instagram were there they were not that popular uh, but it's still i mean at that time it was actually print magazines and if you had your photos published in them that gave you some sort of credibility and because my work started appearing in print at a fairly early point i started getting a lot of queries from there also and by then i had made a it was yes as i said it was mid or late 2014 and by then i had finished of the projects that i was doing with the design firm earlier and i had made a move into made a move into full time architectural interior photography So this is the time also when you started your social media right 
yes. So I actually got into social media a bit late. I think uh, somewhere around then, which was a little late, I jumped on the boat. And uh, initially, of course, social media had no uh, agenda or a driving force. I used to post anything and everything that I wanted to. Uh, but slowly over the years, yeah. Yes, it's acquired a some sort of direction. And uh, by then, you had also structured the way your business is run. So once I started doing this full time as my primary profession, uh, there was of course a lot of learnings that happened in how to run the business, how to sustain oneself. So you're just going with the flow, is it? Going with the flow, learning on the job, and kind of figuring out things from the different experiences or the works that I had done. Uh, so a lot of people sometimes ask me, you know, what is a typical day for an architectural photographer? They think it's all very glamorous, <laughs> but uh, sorry to break it to them that a majority of the time is actually not spent in photographing; it's spent in doing other things. Uh, there is definitely no typical day, just like in architecture and photography too, because it's a creativity-driven profession. Every day is so different from the other. So, if for instance I am in the studio, then there could be there are usually projects that are in different stages of completion. There'll be a whole bunch of discussions going on for potential shoots. There'll be planning going on for shoots that are commissioned and their shoot is coming up. Uh, a lot of time gets spent in editing and post-producing the images. So, depending upon the kind of quality and output that one wants, you could actually spend more time in the editing stage than in the actual photography stage. And then, of course, there are things like billing and you know paperwork delivering the images sending them out to different people the actual photography bit is less than half of what i would do as a photographer because you have to run your business right there's so many other aspects that go into it uh, but having said that it's on the shoot like while i'm actually photographing is the time that i enjoy myself the most and uh, for me any commissioned architectural interior shoot is always a collaborative process between me and the client right so for example if i am photographing for say a developer or a retailer or in case of a hotel or a restaurant the hospitality brand then i might take the lead with the creative and the aesthetic decisions of the shoot but in case i am shooting for an architect or an interior designer i make it a point to you know have their aesthetics and their preferences shine through okay so i would always give for instance my opinions on how the frame should be set what elements should we include or not include what kind of lighting should we do or in case we are working on an interior shoot what kind of styling elements of props there should be but in the end it's i feel it's the designer's vision of the project that needs to be communicated so for me it's my job to understand what their vision and their concept was and then help it help translate that into the 2d frame right so it's a constant dialogue with the architect and the interior designer whenever you go to site and all that right absolutely always and actually it's a dialogue that big begins a lot before the actual shoot itself because we plan out a shoot a week or so beforehand in terms of what kind of setup we require what time of the day are we shooting it do we need to bring in any specific things to make the shoot better and so on and does a typical photo shoot last the whole day or it depends from project to project it completely depends from project to project so about half a day for sure at the least it would be required for anything and then shoot sometimes go on for 3 to 4 days also depends upon the complexity of the project how thorough documentation is required by the clients and of course what the brief for the photography is and you give the client a deadline of maybe a week uh, before you could give them the uh, product finished product uh no so uh, how because the process is so 
collaborative uh, on shoot you know we end up taking a whole bunch of angles and possible frames and create an image bank for the client and from there in they get the entire set of images as samples from there in they pick and choose what they like and they don't like sometimes that stage itself takes about a week to 10 days because we are going back and forth between what frames work don't work after they've made the selection of frames is when the post production process begins and that can take a couple of weeks in itself so it sounds like like you got a lot of work but uh, does being an architectural photographer pay well uh, no <laughs> all right <laughs> it doesn't it, it's it's if somebody wants to pursue architectural photography for the sake of the money then i would suggest that you don't um especially in the beginning there's going to be a lot of struggle in terms of getting work getting your name out there and also being able to will make a good living out of it but you know as one does more and more work and the quality of your work improves you can always command higher fees right uh, but apart from you know what you as a photographer bring to the table it depends as much on whom you are shooting for uh, the kind of projects that you are shooting as also to what the competition in your local city or town wherever you live is so all those aspects together affect how much money you can possibly make right so it's not just architectural photography that you're doing right now right you told me that you are a writer as well so uh, what else do you do apart from being an architectural photographer so as i mentioned i've been doing writing since uh, my college days and uh, of late the- to sustain yourself well to sustain myself honestly a majority of my time and income comes from architectural photography the writing is more because i am so passionate about it and i find it to be a good creative process that kind of balances the photography that i do right right uh, and apart from photography i'm also quite uh, passionate about travel uh, because i think it really helps broaden one's perspectives and there's so much to learn from the world out there So as I mentioned I started writing doing freelance writing projects from my college days itself and that's something that I've continued since then and nowadays the writing work that I do tends to be broadly about travel focusing on its different aspects so that could be about history about culture about food and of course there's a whole lot about architecture that comes in so all these travel and writing works nowadays go under an identity called rithiti roads mm-hmm. which i had along with my colleague shubhajit pain okay and architectural related travel is a core component of what we do so for instance a couple of months ago we had a very interesting assignment where we were invited to udaipur by the maharan of mewar charitable foundation uh, that's an organization run by the former royal family of, of udaipur and amongst the things that they do is they run the udaipur city palace mm-hmm. and that's a fantastic example of where a heritage structure has been conserved and open out to the public and they've done such a great job in terms of how the spaces are organized the interpretation that they help provide to visitors and so on so we were given a chance to photographically document the entire palace and then mm-hmm. after which we wrote a couple of pieces about its architecture that were published in different print magazines it's a mixture of travel with photography and with writing that rithiti roads does and uh, if anybody is interested there's actually a whole lot of information about this and these photos from there put on the rithiti roads instagram page awesome so photography and writing it's like a great combination you know it is it is and uh, it it just i think provides a more wholesome content that comes together in the past i've also done content writing stuff for architects and architectural firms which i do much nowadays um and along with photography along with actually doing photo shoots i also take up photography workshops and photo walks okay wow okay so these are targeted towards absolute beginners who have an interest in photography but don't have any clue about how to go about it 
so you go to various colleges and how do you uh, get your workshops done so yes i have recently started taking up an elective in kamla raheja uh, once or twice a year mm-hmm. and that focuses on digital photography i also do workshops in mumbai in general that are open to everybody whoever might be sorry interested in it um and uh, the workshops start right from the absolute basics of photography and go on to shooting for instance in full manual mode and make the person absolute confident in operating their camera and in translating the vision that they have in their mind into an actual photograph nice so what's the best way people could come for your workshop and attend it like do you have a page or uh, something which they can check out Yes so the workshops that announced both on the studio.kunal bhatia instagram page as well as on the rickety roads instagram page uh, and apart from the workshops which tend to be for a more serious audience uh, we also sometimes do photo walks in different parts of the city so these are in uh, mumbai in mumbai as of now but i'm wanting to expand it to other locations okay if the logistics can be taken care of so these involve going to an interesting neighborhood or part of the city which otherwise one might not actually go to and to explore the neighborhood while also photographing with a whole bunch of like minded people all right so moving on uh, do you have a particular style or uh, do you have a style of photography that you could describe um i don't think i have a specific style of photography as such Um, is just following the basic principles of design what you learned in college how do you get your photographs done i think uh, well following the basic principles of photography is what every photographer does or needs to do in any case uh, but i would say that i like my photographs to be to the point in which the designer's vision is highlighted this is i'm talking about commission shoots i like them to be crisp crisp so i wouldn't want unnecessary fluff or things around them and i love working with natural daylight that is there on i think that brings out the quality and the mood of the space very well all right talking about your gear so you have different lenses for interiors and exteriors right uh yes so it's not so much based on interior and exterior it depends more upon the scale of the project that we are photographing okay so most interior spaces and a couple of the smaller architectural projects need wide angle lenses to capture a wider frame within the image uh and maybe some mid mid range zoom lenses if you're shooting large scale architectural projects where the vantage point is a little further away then you probably need larger telephoto lenses to you know achieve certain type of frames and uh, i shoot with canon full frame cameras and canon l series lenses only because when i first bought an slr i bought a canon because somebody suggested it to me uh, so let me guess the first uh, dslr was a canon 550d right oh no i'm i'm from a few generations before that it was a canon 4 Fifty days. This okay. is back in two thousand nine. I honestly I had no idea what I'm buying. I asked somebody. They said go to the shop and buy this. I said all right. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. And I see I see countless people getting stuck in the Canon versus Nikon debate. And honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, after a point, it's all about you and your craft and the gear. Just doesn't matter. Shoot with a Canon. Shoot with a Nikon. Makes no difference. So, which is the current camera that you're using right now? Right now, I'm using a Canon sixty. That's a full frame one. Okay. Nice. All right so moving on how do you see uh, technology changing the way you practice photography in the future mm, you know i think as technology gets better and better we are overall we are all in for a good treat uh, because for instance something that might have been unthinkable two decades ago might easily be done in camera today right um at the same time you know one must just not rely on technology or fall back on its powers to achieve what one wants to do in the end it comes down it still comes down to the thought behind creating the image and what me as a photographer brings to a site that somebody else cannot bring all right and what is it like to work with different architects for each assignment that you have 
I think it's 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 actually quite great because I get to meet and interact with a lot of different architects and interior designers from all over the place. Uh, get to see their work, which is so different in terms of their styles and terms of their approaches. It's it's fabulous actually. I'm guessing that if I was only practicing architecture, I would have not gotten to witness so many different kinds of projects as much as I get to witness as an architectural photographer. And can you tell us more about this book in the name of housing that you did with architect Sami Padora of SPNA? Yeah, sure. So that was quite an interesting assignment to work with. This was back in 2016, I believe. And the team at Sami's studio, that studio SP Plus A, they were doing a research project on the different housing typologies found in Mumbai. And they had, I think, narrowed it down to about a dozen plus of them, uh, which ranged from, you know, the Chol system of housing that Mumbai is famous for across the country yeah, actually, yeah. to some of the lesser known ones such as the slum rehabilitation schemes attempts at affordable housing both in the pre and the post independence era and so on and so they approached me to supplement the research that they had done with the photographic documentation of these structures and over the course of a few months we photographed 12 such projects across the city uh, the entire study and the photographs were then compiled into a book which is called In the Name of Housing and it's published by the UDRI in Bombay uh, and all the photographs of the book, they form about a third of the study that's been printed, were all taken by me. Oh, so wow. that was quite okay. an interesting, quite an interesting assignment because we got to photograph such a variety of housing projects, some of which might not survive five years from today. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, is there any uh, other assignment similar to this that you're presently working on? Uh, presently, no. After the Udaipur one, the, that was the last one that we did in terms of heritage documentation uh, presently it's been largely commissioned architecture interior works and of course the travel stuff that we keep doing as a part of the kitty roads right all right so you know architectural journalism photography writing all has a great influence on architecture right so how do you see architectural photography uh, influencing architecture in india i think that you know as the indian economy grows and booms architecture and related services are in general going to be in demand uh, especially as disposable incomes keep rising and the demand for well design spaces keep increasing together with it. As architectural photographers, we have an important role to play in this as well because photography remains the prime medium by which architecture gets communicated to a non-design audience. Um, and as the general people get exposed to a lot more imagery every single day of their life, I think their expectations from architecture and their aspirations of the kind of spaces that they want will also change for the better. Right. It's going to go hand in hand together. All right. And what one advice would you give to young and upcoming architectural photographers in India or guys who are taking up architectural photography full time? I think I would say that venture into architectural photography only if you're really, really passionate about the topic. Um, you can always pursue it as a hobby otherwise and that's a great thing for every creative professional out there to do photography as a hobby but to convert it into a sustainable career may not be that easy as an option um, if you have figured out that photography is for you then you need to get into the depth of the field and learn the craft really well it helps that there are so many resources available about architecture online and you can kind of self-learn from them if you are, if people are looking specifically to do architecture and interior photography as a career, it does help to have a design background in some sense, uh, in terms of the aesthetics of a space, in terms of design languages, as also in terms of the networks from which you might get your first few assignments and build a portfolio from there. And you also need to have a good amount of physical endurance because uh, photography does get quite taxing and a lot of patience. It's, uh, it's a discipline that cannot be rushed. 
who has inspired you the most as an architectural photographer uh, i would have to say it would be ivan ban i think the way he captures uh, build form in its context and he's it, like one of the best architectural photographers right now right absolutely the, the sheer body of his work that he shoots is amazing and he's quite a young photographer himself so it's quite inspiring all right okay and uh, do you- and also sorry if i may add to that there's a photographer in the us called mike kelly uh, he has some interesting mm-hmm. uh, techniques when it comes to the photographic process so for instance he uses artificial light in a very interesting manner and although i okay. prefer to use more natural right it's works are also quite interesting to observe from the technical point of view so artificial light is those uh, extra lights that you set up and seen right yeah, so they may be uh, flashlights that may pop once you click in the image or they may be continuous strobe lights uh, um, i used to photograph with them earlier but since then i have found that i prefer natural lighting completely because it really brings out the the colors the shadows the highlights and the mood of a space and uh, generally people talk about the golden hour and so do you go early in the mornings or late in the evenings for your photo shoots uh, early mornings are usually not possible because if we are doing a commission shoot and i say this is a house or a bungalow that's occupied then the clients may not be very happy with having us there at 5 in the morning so we use the golden hour in the evening time that's when the sun is setting uh, and our shoots may be time to capture the twilight hour at that point right and that this is generally for your exterior photo shoots exteriors as well as interiors wherever there's an element of the sky that's coming in okay or in the in case of the interiors and exteriors of course because depending upon how the sun moves through the day and the orientation of the build form we kind of time our shoots accordingly so that we get the most flattering light and do you have any favorite style of architecture that you like to shoot um i think uh, my preferences as an architect start coming into uh, into the what i like to shoot as well so i personally love contemporary and minimal spaces okay you're not the vernacular type is it not vernacular per se but as a form of architecture i also love the tropical modern style right right uh, which kind of imbibes the best of modernism and regionalism together so i would love to shoot both of them and in general projects that make great use of light and shadow of natural light have natural materials i think they are a delight to experience as well as to shoot and coming to a close uh, what are your plans in the future with studio kunal bhatia and your other future plans uh no large plans as such but i think with every project and every year there's an endeavor to do better and better work and keep delivering higher quality and finer images to my clients and i would also like to start working towards a process in which architecture gets better communicated to a non design audience because i think that's where the larger challenge for architects architects as well as architecture photographer lies what is your goal as an architectural photographer in bringing change especially to india and the world i think you know what we just spoke about uh keep doing better quality work and keep communicating this to the society as a whole not just restrict yourself to the architecture and the interior design audiences uh because it's only when people who are outside the design circle start appreciating good quality architecture that we all get better spaces to live and work in all right great kunal and uh, would you like to add anything else or would you mm, you know going back to your earlier question about uh, young and upcoming photographers and what one would say to them um, i would also want to add that besides all the th- things that we discussed about mastering your craft and having the patience etc it's also quite important to start understanding the business side of photography 
because you know it has to be their, their prime source of income and what they want to do in the long run they need to really understand what sort of how does the billing process work what are contract agreements what is copyrights what is licensing what are usage rights uh, why photo credits are important and only once they understand that can they explain this to their clients to the architects or the interior designers right. that they work with and that's a little important part of the business that nobody really teaches you or tells you you realize it at some point and then you need to start doing it all right great kunal it's an absolute pleasure talking to you and we learned quite a lot about architecture photography what's the best way someone uh, could get in touch with you or your social media i think the best way would be via instagram or email so the studio kunal bhatia instagram profile is at studio.kunalbhatia and for rickety roads it's at rickety roads i think you can include that in your show notes absolutely and i can also share my email address if anybody wants to reach out to me there's that option as well all right guys so this was architecture photography in india with kunal bhatia all the show notes and links would be on arkyan.com/10 we'll see you guys on the next episode